If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. Doesn't take much to make me happy and make me smile with glee. Never, never will I feel discouraged Cause our love's no mystery Whoa, whoa Oh, no, no, I'm on the wrong part Demonstrating love and affection That you give so openly I like the way you make me feel about you, baby Want the whole world, world to see Whoa, whoa you got the best of my love, whoa, whoa. You got the best of my love, whoa, whoa. You got the best of my love, whoa, whoa. You got the best of my love. I didn't sing, but I was in the full body roll the whole time. Yes, you were. I mean, you whoa, can hit a note for us, Rook. Go ahead, hit it for us. Whoa, whoa. Hey. Hey. You got the best of my love. Whoa, whoa. You got the got best, the best of, my of my love. love. Yes. Perfect. Hey guys. Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise the Lord, niggas. Welcome to Getting Grown. I mean, yeah. it has been your one-stop shop for all <laughs> things adulting for the last five years running. How about that? Five years. I mean, we have literally turned five this week. It's our anniversary. Hey, oh, I should say anniversary. Tony, Tony, Tony. Hey, it's our anniversary. Made for you and me. You know, you know the young the young people don't. They just are like realizing that Raphael Sadiq was in Tony, Tony, Tony. Bless their hearts. Right. I'm like, that's crazy. But then it's also crazy to me when I be seeing like mint condition remixes on TikTok. I'm mm-hmm. like, when did these pink ute them discover <laughs> mint con fucking dition? It's so <laughs> interesting how these things kind of go like in and out of style and what things hit. Like, it's so crazy. Like what things it go is. viral on TikTok. It's like there's no <sighs> science. You can't predict it. It's the most no. random place on earth. Literally white kids singing breaking my heart pretty brown eyes like, i mean what? what i saw some some asian young lady singing uh mister what yes <laughs> and i was like oh well what which song um 
What is this? Blackberry uh, molasses. Yes, blackberry molasses. Never change. change. It's gonna be some heartache and pain. Bobby Valentino. OG Bobby Valentino in the impressions. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know what what a uh, thrift store she stumbled like, upon word, like. and found a mr <laughs> cd from uh, the days of your honey i was <laughs> woo. i, I don't know. even know no young black kids singing mr that's Ray. what i said i was like ma'am you have found stumbled upon wow. a relic of african-american musical history history yeah yeah. But yes, we yeah. are excited to wow. be back at the kitchen table. We are f- officially five full years old. Since I got to tell you that this journey has been nothing short of amazing. All parts of it. Highs, lows, ups, downs, ins, outs. It's It's been just one big exercise of growth and learning and yes. development. And we are... Um, you know, different people than we were when we started out in 2017. Our relationship has grown. We've grown as individuals. Yes. I'm very proud of what we do. And I'm very honored and privileged and proud to work with you in this way. So I want to thank Same. you for Same, for being on this ride with me and for just being open to letting this show develop into what it is for us and for our community so shout out to all of all of you all of us at the kitchen table we love and appreciate you so so much so much i'm grateful to be on this ride with you opening new new conversations and Mm -hmm. doors that i Mm -hmm. may not have otherwise had or walked through Mm -hmm. uh or thought i would want to walk through right so um you know it's been beautiful and here's to five more years and evolving not five more years of podcasting Five more years of getting grown. <laughs> Five pl- more years and beyond oh, of yes. the growth, the opportunities that are going to come, the transitions um, for what we, you know, what we can and will grow into. And I'm grateful to be doing that with you as my partner. I'm grateful that I work with people that I love. It's such you know a what flex. I'm saying? Me and Jay were reflecting over the weekend. And that's something that we're both very grateful for, very mm-hmm. grateful for, is that we get to work with and around people who have who have uh, cultivated the skill sets mm-hmm. that allow us to really, you know, be be who we authentically are and Absolutely. to be, to get paid to do it, to to be able to be afforded not just mon- monetary payment, but also uh you know, all that comes with sort of working and, and doing work that you're that you're called to do. Yes. Um absolutely. and it has just been And then the cherry on top is doing it with people that you love yes, and yes. choose to do it with. You know for what I'm sure. saying? Everybody doesn't have that that and so I'm grateful for that um you know, for that opportunity and for that just yeah, that opportunity to be able to do that, to work with people I love, to people work with people that I have chosen as my community and have mm-hmm. chosen me as theirs and you know what I'm saying to build yes with that instead of having I could be in a dusty office with a bunch of people that I hate 
No. <laughs> and I'm grateful that I'm not. <laughs> yes. I think creativity flows freely when you are like authentically connected to the people that you are you working something. with. That's real. That is it. That is right the word there. right there, man. So it's more about cultivating dope relationships. Um, and I feel like a lot of managers would get a lot further if they realized that. And that's something that as I grow hmm. as a professional in every space, that that's, a, mm-hmm. that's something that I want to, you know, for, you know, put it, put at the forefront of my practice. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's been we showed been that to awesome. that the kids that wouldn't didn't get to work together because they goofed off <laughs> actually can work together Absolutely. and produce good work. For sure, for <laughs> so, sure. you know, stop selling these kids short when they want to work with people that they want to work with. Let them make their choices. You know, sometimes and, they, yeah. they people know what they need. They know what's going to help them to flourish. For sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. And be open to the fact that productivity and 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 work and success has many shapes and forms huh so many faces so many pathways to it there's no one one tried and true Mm -hmm. way or course that everyone has to follow no one trajectory we all Mm -hmm. find and cultivate and are revealed like purpose is revealed through through certain experiences and that's something absolutely that we have to to sort of trust and have faith in um in the process um and see through over time so mm-hmm. shout and out I think to getting good. grown man i think it's good to work with people that that challenge you in different ways for right? sure that, that are not just like that. you yeah, I think it's good to, whether that be in the community that you choose or you don't choose, I think it's good to have experience where you are put in situations Absolutely. that are challenging for you. But then I think after a certain amount of time, if you transition into a space where you choose who you get to be around in the way that you do things, that's a, that that's that's life. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's life right there. So, But you all already know. What time it is. We're going to mm-hmm. head on over to this trash so we can just do what the fuck y'all niggas been tweeting about. <sighs> Jesus. All day. We'll see you over there. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Relationships take work, especially the most important one you can have in your life, which is the one with yourself. Me, myself, and I. A lot of us will drop anything to go help someone we care about and we'll go out of our way to treat other people well. But how often do we give ourselves the same treatment? I mean, do you ask yourself that question? I know that I'm not the greatest at that, but when I do try to find ways or small ways to to invest in my self-care, I might go take a bath. I might go take a bath right after this recording. You know what I'm saying? Just give myself a couple minutes of peace or go do a little shower meditation. Those are some of the ways that I invest in myself. Therapy is also a huge way that I've been investing myself on a biweekly basis. So this month, BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you that you matter just as much as everyone else does. And therapy is a great way to make sure that you show up for yourself. So BetterHelp has been uh, a really, really strong tool For a lot of people who might not otherwise have access to traditional in-person therapy, especially while we've been living in such challenging times. So I definitely encourage you to go try. It's another avenue that's a little bit more accessible um, when you can't get to those traditional uh, methods in the moment. 
BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 2 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Getting Grown listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash grown. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash grown. I feel like slapping a nigga today. Slap, oh, slap, no. slapping a nigga today. I oh, feel no. like slapping a nigga today. Slap, slap, slapping a nigga today. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ludacris made the song. I didn't. I just sang it. So, you all are going to, you've read about this endlessly. You've heard the conversations. You walked into work or school or or wherever yesterday morning and you just heard the chitter chitter buzz, 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 all around you you got on the internet you saw click 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 all of the banter including my own you <laughs> <laughs> you got on instagram it was memes you tried to shop on fat kid deals and they had sales and puns at the same damn time <laughs> so we watched the oscars a whirlwind and there are other things that happen that we will talk about. Yes. But we're going to go ahead and address. My Lord today. The elephant in the room. And so for those that don't know and live on a tiny bus in the middle of the woods. <laughs> um, Chris Rock was introducing some segment, which we should be able to remember. Oh, was it Questlove's? Was it Questlove's? Uh, yes, Questlove. See? It was the okay. best documentary Oscar. See? And what, that was another... You know what? I'm going to go ahead and make that point right now because I was going to make that point later. Please, but I'm please. just going to go ahead and make it now. I am sad that Questlove's moment got overshadowed. Oh, for sure. I am sad for that. Mm-hmm. I am not sad. Oh, boy. For white people witnessing anything. I am not sad that a nigga got slapped if a nigga <laughs> felt like he needed to slap him. I am not sad that a black man got up and defended his wife's honor when he realized how uncomfortable she was because he has been in the private spaces with her and witnessed her pain in, in more ways than what she's even spoken about publicly. I'm not mad at any of that. I'm not mad if two niggas had to rumble in the jungle on the stage. That does not embarrass me. But I was sad that Questlove's moment got overshadowed by this situation because Questlove put so much intention into his work and he's very intentional about the work that he does in the spaces that he, how he's representing us as a culture. Um, and so I, I, I think it was such a beautiful moment and it just got kind of smothered. And Agreed. I'm, you know, so I, I just, you know, I wanted to bring that I, up. But I, back to the I slap. Agree. I agree. I agree that, oh, go, go ahead, go ahead and finish. No, 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 please. I please. agree that it is most unfortunate 
that mm-hmm. this awesome film um, and this awesome creator, uh, Quest Love, you know, this awesome tribute to Harlem and, you know, black culture, black music was overshadowed mm-hmm. by this. I think that is tragic. And um, I hope that, you know, at some point, uh, you know, we can maybe do a little bit more to maybe amplify mm-hmm. and and give um, Quest Love some, you know, honor and, and give him his flowers and, and help, you a know. A new bouquet. Yes. Because the first one wilted. The first bit. one was trampled upon. <laughs> Okay, um, well, I guess and, that's a nice way of saying. And I, <laughs> I agree that there are some things that um, I'm not sad about. Uh, there were some things that made me sad, though, mm-hmm. about about all of this, and we can get into the details of that. But before we start this and really get into like the meat of the conversation, I want to preface it by saying, number one. I've shared many times on this platform that I am an empathetic person who suffers from vicarious embarrassment. And mm-hmm. I know that we tend to use and overuse words a lot in our present day culture. Um, but this is something that's very real for me. I am by nature and function, a very uh, deeply thinking, deeply feeling person. Yes, I also, I um, yes, I, I also, and I'm always thinking about many different things at one time. And if y'all been listening to this show for any length of time, you know that that is true. Um, mm-hmm. I, the vicarious embarrassment is not a joke. Like it is, it is, it is as if I am the person that no, has, that has experienced these things. So there's some ass. trauma that I experienced and Jade was there to witness there was I've been there. Some it finally really set in. I said, you know, Kia really. It's not good. Yeah. I'm not. I wasn't good. I have to tell no. you in many ways. But I want to also say God that. Damn it, true. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I want to also say that I am a person who is undeniably, unequivocally, unashamedly black. And as mm-hmm. such, I work very mm-hmm. hard to center blackness, my blackness uh in in very intentional ways mm-hmm. and so i want to also say that when i talk about embarrassment and 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 whatever feelings that i felt this is not about respectability this is not about me feeling that black po- people need to perform in certain ways at certain mm-hmm. times or not about not honoring our full humanity and the fullness of our experience and our emotions it's not about that i i just think about uh, sort of blackness in honor of 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 sort of uh, maintaining the integrity of black culture, and and holding and having and upholding a high standard of black excellence. When we say black excellence, it's not just a turn of phrase for me. It is something that I feel like we have to work hard to maintain, mm-hmm. and that work sometimes requires sacrifice. Um, and so when I'm talking, when I mention, because you're going to hear me mention the things that make me sad and why I felt embarrassment, I want to just make it clear that this mm-hmm. is not about me, uh, you know, worried about how white folk feel or prote- protecting or even referring to them. I'm not thinking about them at all. I'm thinking of, I am conscious of the big picture <laughs> and what this means for us in our 
in our oh, struggles. Mad-ass white people. They yeah, are man. so mad we don't care about what they think. But anyway, please continue. No, 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 no. But we can, I mean, just, you know, like Jay was saying, Chris Rock made, uh, you know, in his, in, he was, he was the, he was the person slated to, to present the award for best documentary yes. before making his comments. He chose to make some jokes like he mm-hmm. is a comedian and this is what he does. And, you know, a part of that bit, I guess that, you know, as leading up to him presenting the award, he made some comments about Jada Pinkett Smith mm-hmm. uh, specifically. Uh, and, and, you know, we all know she's been very um, transparent about her recent struggles with alopecia, which is an autoimmune mm-hmm. disorder that results in, hair loss that Mm -hmm. may or may not be permanent and so Mm -hmm. she's spoken very candidly on the red table talk and in other venues about how hard it has been for her to go through this these experiences of losing her hair um you know and and how it has been hard for her um challenging for her and as someone with an autoimmune condition and knows what it feels like for your body Mm -hmm. to betray you uh if I could be candid and that your body mm-hmm. is actively working to <laughs> against you in many ways, mm-hmm. it seems mm-hmm. um, it is hard to sort of process that in, in your body. Um, and it is a sensitive issue for many, many reasons. Um, and so Chris Rock may uh, told some jokes compared Jada Pinkett to GI Jane uh, said that she was ready to host G.I. Jane 2, which was sort of a joke about her bald head. Mm-hmm. She was visibly bothered. Mm-hmm. Will Smith uh, noticed her reaction mm-hmm. and proceeded to um, approach Chris Rock on the stage and slap mm-hmm. him directly in the face. But he returned, he turned and ret- he turned around uh, and returned to his seat. Um, and proceeded to to tell Chris to keep his wife's name out of his effing mouth. Not mm-hmm. once, but twice. Mm-hmm. Um, and needless to say, this was a very unexpected moment in a live mm-hmm. internationally televised uh, te- telecast, um, I should say. And many of us, all of us who watched it, you know, reacted to it and 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 tried to process and deal with it in real time and it was hard uh speaking for myself to to watch and to see and to really sort of sit with the gravity of what has happened oh well yeah my initial reaction initially like just human Mm -hmm. was this is a joke damn chris is better well initially oh, yes i was you. like yes. oh, i yes. said this is a bit i said this is a bit i yes. knew it wasn't a bit the minute that um i saw jada's face i said maybe that's a part of it but i don't think so right and then when they muted it that's when i was yes. like this yes. is real and that's when we got into all our but um, histrionics there was <laughs> lots of that's when i was like oh this is not a bit no this is, this is not a bit at all no 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 I think and and so uh Chris Rock uh responded to Will. Will said to keep Jada's name out of his mouth. He said I'm going to. 
and he mm-hmm. asked production and those around if he could proceed. And then he just proceeded to announce the nominees and present the award. It was um, really, you know, and, and all of this, everyone just tried to sort of sail through as if something as if nothing happened when something major really <laughs> happened. Mm-hmm. And so the rest of the program for me and for everybody there, it looked like was, was just effective. largely uncomfortable. It was effective. <laughs> now, um, now uh, my again, initial reaction was like, damn, that nigga's better than me. He ain't <laughs> stuff a bet. But then as you start zooming out yeah. and looking at all the complexities, yes, t- Am, do I think am I do I think Chris Rock is funny in his comedy, his stand-ups and history? Yes, I have mm-hmm. been a fan of Chris Rock. Have there been moments in his career where I'm like, that ain't it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. For sure. I was just hip to that Louis C.K. shit and I'm not with that at all. But also, you know, you can find somebody's comedy funny and you can say something has gone too far when they start attacking something that somebody has openly spoken about hurts them. On top of the fact of that, the facts are Chris Rock did do a documentary on On, black women's hair hair. and made fun of black women's hair. Now you can say he's a comedian. This is what he does. Right. Yeah. But if you're a comedian, that's what you do. You're not. Then you turn around and you start putting yourself in spaces where you want to be a protector of a certain community. You can't get mad when you get rocked. Right. Because you did something against some somebody of that community, and there was defense of that. Yeah. And so, um, now, now you know. So, do I think necessarily that Chris that uh Will was wrong for his emotion and how he defended his wife? I'm not mad for how nobody defends anybody. I've definitely Tristan's definitely yoked a nigga up. Or two. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He yoked a nigga up on behalf of my homegirl because he was disrespecting a woman in his presence. So I ain't never mad about a nigga reacting to defend a woman in his presence. With that being said, <clears throat> I am sad that <laughs> he didn't snuff him backstage so that Quest Love's moment wasn't. This is wasn't skewed and and smoked out by (laughs) events. I want to add to that. Um, For me, you know, we get it and we know that comedians host and and present at the Oscars all the time and they tend to poke fun. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, roasting is a huge cornerstone of comedy in American culture you know, what, we do all what co- Chuck Chuck or whatever her name was Listen, was making fun uh, Amy of Schumer. was called old girl Every, a seat filler. A seat filler. And, like, I mean, this is the <laughs> kind of stuff that happens and, and we get it, right? But I don't remember who said this last night when we were watching all together, but I think a fair point was made. I won't take credit for mm-hmm. it, but I don't remember mm-hmm. who said it, so I'm sorry if you <laughs> um there's so many like, you know, t- the tendency is that you, you know, make jokes about people who are nominated uh, or people who are, you know, like, you know, in, invited to the Oscars as nominees and presenters. And, you know, I just feel make, like Jada was Will there. Smith. Yes. Mm-hmm. Jada was like, you know, there's so many other people that you, if you want to pick on, there were so many other things that could have been said. 
Jada was literally there to support her family. She had not a dog in this fight. And, um, you know, it's unfortunate that it's the, the easiest thing or the, you know, the mo the quickest thing that most people reach for is to, you know, pick on black women. And it's like, leave us out of it. Like, why not like make a joke about Will Smith or pick one of these white women in the audience and, right. you know, you know, let her, you know, poke fun at, at her. Um, mm -hmm. You know, if this is what you need to do to me, it was just like, you know, why it, it seemed like, a lot. And I think, you know, Christmas, Christmas, <laughs> I'm getting it mixed <laughs> up. Chris Rock has had the Smiths in his mouth before. If we think about the uh, mm. the Oscars that he hosted, where he had mm -hmm. like a 20 minute set about them boycotting the Oscars and they weren't invited. And so there's been lots of talk about this sort of being a boiling point for mm -hmm. Will Smith. And I mean, listen, I'm the kind of person and y'all know this about me. I believe in concurrent truths and complexity as something that we should embrace because it makes us better and smarter and, you know, critical thinkers, which is what the game is missing. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that all of these things can be true at the same time and we should honor that complexity and not run from it by sort of saying I pick one side and that's what and sort of attacking everyone who doesn't see things exactly as you see it and so the moment for me was so jarring and I just wish because we talk a lot about responding versus reacting mm -hmm. on this show mm -hmm. and I just and I think it it this is a place where I've been spending a lot of time and trying to do a lot of work and so maybe this is why it hit me this way. Mm -hmm. What my my inner turmoil yesterday <laughs> was because, you know, I think of Will Smith and, and hold him in a certain regard. I think about the work that he does. I think about his legacy. I think about how truthful and transparent he's been about his life and his journey and how much respect we have for him as a professional, but also as a man. And I feel like there's a certain standard and quality when it comes to his work in his life and I feel like we don't know all of his personal business but there's a level of integrity there that we all respect um and I think that yes you know, if I may challenge you okay he's also a nigga from Philly <laughs> well no 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 I wasn't saying like I was going there I was saying oh, okay, that integrity okay, my bad, my bad. that integrity is based in his authentic representation of who he is and we acknowledge all sides of that and he's always mm -hmm. honored the fact that he is a nigga from Philly and so I mm -hmm. don't judge the fact mm -hmm, that he mm -hmm, had an impulsive mm -hmm. response when he perceived a threat because mm -hmm, that's natural mm -hmm. and that's something that all of us have been guilty of Especially a protective threat. Like, for sure. Mm -hmm. For especially a protective uh, in, in a protective sense for women and the, a woman who has sort of been unfairly uh, treated. A part of a in uh, a part a, of a community. Yes. Of women who yes. have wholly been unfairly like, treated. Absolutely. Yes. But mm -hmm. I'm saying so when so when it was for me, it was just like, wow, I was thinking about all of that and like what this means for that and it, and I'm not saying that it negates any of it mm -hmm, I, mm -hmm. um, or any of that but just in that moment I was worried I was panicked I was like oh my god and not just 
because it happened in front of white people, but because it happened, period, and because it happened on such a large stage, it was like... And because it happened in front of white people in the sense where, not that we care what y'all think about it, but you all also hold powers in which you implicate people in ways that you do not do to yourselves. You but, hold right. other people to standards right. to that you don't hold yourselves right. or your whole murdering right. and stealing ass <laughs> culture to. Right, right. So there that are racialized is ways. Yeah, there are racialized ways that identity shows up in our culture and it's reflected in the media and literally every institution of our society. And, and so then y'all wanna ask why people right. don't want to have certain conversations right. with you and call people racist when in fact the root of where all of this comes from is your own evil and fr- people's frustration in dealing with you and if you are taking offense to this then maybe you need to go self-evaluate because hit dogs holler and I- if you don't take offense to this then you might be on the right side of things well, but the I fact think, of the matter yeah. is as a whole as a whole, you all don't understand the nuance and the complexity of what we deal with as a people and why people react in the ways that they do. And so you're quick to react and and and, and consequences instead of really understanding the humanity of things when you all don't put them same consequences on yourselves. Sorry. No. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think I, I, I I think it's fair to say that you know these sort of bias biases, um, you know, are made manifest, and they feed the system that marginalizes and and is set up to you know marginalize and oppress people of color, right? The ocean, right? And right, and so it is. It is more about like Jay, like you were saying there's a, a level of ownership and understanding and responsibility for how these larger systems of oppression and supremacy function and how that impacts every, everything and every person. Mm-hmm. And so I do think people of color, like Jay is saying, have a certain level of um, experience and um experience of and like we're, uh, we have a comfort in negotiating what it really means to be black in every space and and, and black in space black in spaces that are predominantly white right mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. white folks are from on the outside looking in and they're making judgments about an experience that they have no knowledge of uh or no understanding of they don't understand the ramifications and contextual implications of what it means to be black in this space and so mm-hmm. y'all sitting around judging um it's like you really hating from outside the club you don't have any sense of what it's like for and for you you're speaking about things um that you don't have no understanding of. And, you know, you, you, you're seeing this through your lens and you need to realize that the the playing field is not level. So Mm -mm. you have to Mm -mm. always put on the the glasses of context (laughs) to really be able to see things appropriately. Um, Yeah. But it it is so, uh, yeah. And you niggas (laughs) who put on your motherfucking tippity tap tap shoes and want to come around making comments about, I don't care what you have to say either. Don't come defending no white people to me. 
I didn't say I hate white people. I said, I don't want to hear your opinions about it. And that is a full and complete statement and really is not one that's up for debate. Call me. You are racist. Okay. What a red man say? I'll be that. Like, whatever. <laughs> like, nigga, whatever. Whatever you want to call me, it don't affect me. I said what I said, and there's a reason why I said it. And you are not ready for the conversation behind why I said I don't want to have this conversation with you at all. It is. So I think there's lots of, I think what. Plus what y'all niggas, y'all hate black women. So fuck out of here. What makes me sad about all of this is, um, you know, just this whole circumstance and, and how folks respond to it or have been responding to it. You know, for me, I think I just wish that we would embrace complexity I wish I think that I wish that we would really listen mm -hmm. for understanding and not just to mm -hmm. to have a, a certain response. And I wish that we would realize that, you know, there is no shame. I'm, you don't have to take personal offense when somebody doesn't see things the way that you see them. Um, yeah. And, you know, I think that it, I'm, I'm I'm saddened by that. And it's discouraging because it's like, you know, we're not going to get anywhere. Uh, we're not going to get to the point of productive conversation because we are arguing um, about these about these things in such, uh, you know, cancel culture, dismissive, vicious, violent ways. Um, and so to me, I think this is how we get caught in this wheel of sort of going round and round and round about this about the same things. And nobody's zooming out and thinking about bigger, bigger picture and how mm -hmm. to sort of bridge the gap between all of our divergent op opinions and get us to a place of, of agreeing to disagree for the sake of having productive conversation and folks learning and, and, and moving forward. And um, it's just all been very ghetto and, and overwhelming <laughs> to me. It has, but it's also, again, when we, as black people, the nuances and the complexities, the memes, the internet <laughs> content, it's impeccable. That remix, God, you did it again, nigga. You I did it again. One. I have, I honestly <laughs> have had to. I've had to take a break. I'm, not, I'm still, still struggling. So I haven't been down to the memes just yet. I'm sure I'll make my way around to them. Oh. But child, when are, I tell you, fat, I mean, fat kid deals with. I saw that one. Three minutes. Yes. I yeah. Saw that yeah. One. Within three minutes, they had everybody hates Chris. I think <laughs> I think that it is a gift and a joy. And, you know, I think I'm trying to tell myself it's going to be interesting to see how they spin this. Because, you know, as of today, let me, let and me as tell of now, you how the red table talk. Well, they've already scheduled it. Well, they've already. Uh, uh, so Will and Jada refused to do any uh, interviews or press with any of the major news outlets, Good Morning America Today show, turn them all down. He said he wanted to address this on a platform that he trusts and he would do so at the red table maybe as soon as this week. Now, it hasn't been confirmed whether or not it's just going to be them or them and Chris um, or what's going to happen. But, you know, I am turning my attention to war at this point, seeing how these very... Uh, these huge icons in entertain in entertainment and black culture, how the both of them are going to pivot in response to this. 
Um, mm. I, I think that that's where my interests lie right right now. I kind of see, I can see this whole situation from both sides. Thinking about mm-hmm. Chris Rock mm-hmm. and how he's been really honest about his his uh, learning disabilities, um, his neurodivergency, his neurodivergency, and, mm-hmm. and you know, if I, and, I say and that right? owning it. Um, and I, I I get it, and I, I I see it from his perspective. I see it from Will's perspective. I even see it from Jada's perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I see it or, from everybody. You know, I, I see yeah. it, and I mean, I don't want to get caught up in right and wrong and all of this other stuff because you know I, I tend to try not to get into um, grown uh, rich people's business. I don't think there is racking my right brain. Or, right, right or I feel wrong and, in this and situation. It's, right, it's because it's more much more of a complex matter than yes and no and right and wrong. It's so mm-hmm. and, and given that. That means we have to be, um, you know, a bit more flexible in how we think and process about it. And so mm-hmm. I don't even want to get on the side of he should have, what should have happened. I am mm-hmm. now turning my attention to figure out to to toward okay, so what's gonna happen now? <laughs> what's mm-hmm. what's gonna happen mm-hmm. as a result of this? And what conversations is this going to open up? What um, you know, how how can we sort of take this mm-hmm. moment? And lean into it as uncomfortable as it is, and, yeah. and really sort of maybe get, get to the Jada can the explain how <laughs> maybe. black black women don't feel protected, this is what I'm and saying. how you know hypocritical it can be to place yourself in a place where you claim to understand the plight of a black woman while then taking place. You know, I hope I hope it's productive conversation, whatever it is. This is what I am saying. not going to lie and tell you. That as soon as it happened, that I was like, the red table is definitely happening. Oh like, yes, well we knew that. Oh honey, we knew we and we, we joked about knew. it. We said well Willow was yeah. going to be mm, Willow's going mm, 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 well mm-hmm. maybe you shouldn't have said that. that <laughs> She's like yes, wow, <laughs> mm, yes, mm, yeah. And then Gammy's going to come in, you know, being who she is. She's like well. <laughs> I just didn't think it was very nice, you know. Jenny. So I don't. I do. I love her. So <laughs> I just. I'm. I'm curious to see, you know, and I'm curious to see um, what comes of it. But you know, it is what it is. Like I, and I'm not gonna hold you and also lie and say that I don't sometimes get a little excited. You know, y'all underestimated Will. Y'all set up here. I said, y'all forgot this nigga was from Philly and set up here. And because it is not, I'm talking about you. I'm talking about other people. Like, he's a, I even heard people at school that he's a good guy. And I grew up watching The Fresh Prince. And I was like, this is about, there goes them nuances and them complexities again. Fiction. The Fresh Fiction. Prince is about a nigga from Philly who had to go live with his rich family because he was getting in trouble in Philly. <laughs> Like, and so, you know, there is, I'm I'm not going to hide. There's not a part of me that gets excited when a bit of that comes out. (laughs) And you know what I'm saying? I get it. So I get all sides of it and I'm ready to see what comes of it. And uh, I hope Questlove gets some sort of redemption because he deserves that. And I still don't want to hear white people's opinions. I think that's a boundary that you have the right to erect because everyone's not entitled to every space. And I understand that certain privileged identities struggle with that. 
but that is a reality. Well, why can't we talk about, well, what makes you think, well, you're a racist. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, okay. All right. Y'all are rich. Very much so. And I also want that to be on the table too. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, Jade, Will is a nigga from Philly, but he's also been wealthy since he was 24. And also, I, no, you're and right. I, you're right. And I do feel you're like, right. you know, there are certain, you know, uh, lived experiences that give you a different perspective that he may not be conscious of. Um, Such as snuff that nigga backstage. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's it. That's Snuff all. that nigga backstage. That's like, because the celebrity, y'all will keep each other's secrets. Everybody knows who's snorting cocaine out of whoever's ass crack. Like, everybody <laughs> knows everybody's business. You know what I'm saying? So, snuff that nigga backstage in the in your own community. Well, niggas would be like, oh no, we do not. We can't have this out there. <laughs> we can't have this just because we we, we don't want to deal with what with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's all. I'm not mad that's at the snuff. All. That's I'm not mad at none of it. And I still meant what I said. That was that was my nigga reaction to the nigga moment <laughs> when I said Chris Rock better than me. Cause I I could be fully wrong. If a nigga is coming at me, we is going, okay? Bruhaha in the club, <laughs> in the dancery. We's rolling around, okay? <laughs> like Woo. So you not gonna charge me, nigga. We not gonna go. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> The, the, I mean the the phrase TTG is is what I mean. It's rooted in something. We said it before. It is who we are, right? We fully acknowledge that, and we, we both get rushed it. a bitch before. You know what I'm saying? We and both I'm, this been rushed. I'm <laughs> it's facts. I mean that's a fact. Okay, but I'm just saying, like you know. If we zoom out for a little while and really just think big picture, there are other other ways that we can go go about this because, you know, it's not just, you know, and just thinking about that with respect to our collectivistic nature. And we got to yeah. realize that we're looking out for not them, but each other and yeah. and all all of and, that. And you can still be held accountable. In, Abs- in, and in you looking not out only for each can other. still, but you will still. And you like when I you, snuff your ass backstage, you will still be held accountable. Make no you mistake. You meet these fisticuffs, these acrites, nigga. But I mean, I want. I have a quick, quick my blow back. Uh, like and Sorry. to the to the girls who are out here talking about, um, you know, violence is not the answer. Listen to that. I will say. I agree. I, well, I agree, though. And But I think if we talk about violence, we got to talk about all of it. So don't just talk about the fisticuffs. Like, you also have to talk about the ways that your language is harmful mm-hmm. and vicious. You have to talk about the ways in which mm-hmm. you're, you wield your resources and your privilege against mm-hmm. people that's violent and vicious and harmful. Mm-hmm. So let's not just get on the nonviolence uh, campaign, you know, uh, when it serves us, right? When not you in are a country, rooted in violence. You know what I'm saying? Not in a country that is founded on violence, in a country that invests in war and violence and military defense more than it invests in anything else. So and prison I just, systems so and I, all I think kinds we, of shit. Like, let's just talk, let's just have I'm asking for fuller conversations. 
I'm asking for conversations that um, lend themselves much more to mm-hmm. listening than mm-hmm. than hollering and mm-hmm. arguing and fussing. And I'm 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 leaning and praying that we can get to the point where the point uh, like we realize that the point is is so much bigger than just being right. Like, yeah. And that goes for so many conversations. That goes for protecting like, black women. That goes for this. Everything. That goes for for you niggas who don't speak up on women's behalf. Period. That goes for a lot. That it's again nuance, complex, big. It's a rainbow of issues here that that have to be discussed, and they have to be discussed after a nigga gets snuffed backstage. So, <laughs> you know, that's just you know. Sometimes it just comes to that. And also, lastly, for the girls who say they don't want their nigga, (laughs) because let me tell you one of the greatest pieces of social commentary that has come across my eyeballs since this has happened. Oh, Lord. This girl said, for the girls who's talking about they man got too much to lose and you don't want them fighting on your behalf, the forklifts will still be there, sis, when they get out of jail. (laughs) <laughs> like <laughs> they're still gonna be there them niggas will still have that warehouse job and you gonna be all right <laughs> y'all are terrible <laughs> i love you just awesome Woo, and that's why i love black people too because <sighs> in these in these conversations that need to be had we gonna get these jokes off and they're going to be hilarious and again no you may not chime into those either with your opinions <laughs> nor your jokes <laughs> yeah man um but that's not the only thing that happened at the oscars obviously we spoke about quest love and his win um but also beyonce performed oh beyonce what a gift in crenshaw on oh. the tennis courts um, I, in the hood, <laughs> I was stirred. I mean, like, I mean, it was such an experience. First of all, it just great was. to see Beyonce looking flawless as always, right? It was a but movie. there's just a level of just excellence and flawlessness that you know. I just love how thoughtful you know this monochromatic. Oh, I mean, the visuals were perfect, oh. but less pause for the cause. And just let me say that the niggas also came to sing. First of all, Beyonce. Work. Work. (sighs) With a cue. Beyonce said, I've been going for a minute now. I'm back with a jump off into this perfect (laughs) pitch, bitch. And get into my my runs. I mean, the placement. (laughs) Get it to where you're... I mean the control, the I mean the choices made. Let me, I, sister, uh, sister, can we talk about the small intricate details? Because in addition to singing, yes, there were looks. She yes. came through looks with a nigga limp, honey. For, like it, so listen, this it's just so many layers to this. It's and so these many are the layers. ways that we honor the fullness. Yeah. Uh, and and of our culture, right? And the fact that two things can exist at one time, poise Absolutely. and grace, and also yes. nigger bops and head nods. And, and authenticity. Of, you know, this is what mm. I'm talking about, right? We're just Then so you grateful. throw blue into the gumbo pot. She I was mean, there. 
also serving. What a she joy. was in choreography. What she was in joy. formation with the monochromatic looks. Blue was a part. I was and just. It I'm was grateful. Just, I, I, it was it was beautiful. Very grateful. Um, it was beautiful. Uh, I will. I did. I did later on scream laugh because I didn't even realize it until later on until I watched the replay. I have to say again, mm-hmm. I didn't realize right before Will snuff Chris. Chris screamed out because he didn't realize what was getting ready to happen. He's like King Richard, <laughs> and what? something about him yelling out King Richard because that's when Will was approaching. So. You know the document. So wait. So if if you go back, so that is one of the funniest moments to me is the fact that as he was approaching, Chris Rock yells out, "King Richard." I didn't know that. I had not seen Please it. Please go back. Yeah, hold on. Let I'm me, stunned. Hold on. No, wait. Let we me were talking it. about Beyonce, and now I'm sure. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <gasps> I just forgot to bring that up. It's so funny. It's so funny. But yes, Beyonce did amazingly. Um, I will say that we watched seventy percent of this show not knowing who was who that was a good no, time first of all we hadn't seen all any movies we had we don't no. know who these people were i was just we saw a googling, i was a googling machine okay and we only yeah. turned up uh, you know literally you given 70 is generous it was really more like 90 percent of the people yeah, we had yeah no, i was being generous because we knew generous. who um uh, nope. We knew nope. who Beyonce was. Yes. Nope. And we knew who Chris Rock and Will Smith were. Yes. Um, and Wanda Sykes and yes. Regina Hall. Yes. Yes. Um, and, and Kirsten Dunst. Yes. And Denzel and, and... Pauletta Champagne King. <laughs> <laughs> Shame. Okay. <don't>. <laughs> Burning. Got to uh, um, in my um, <laughs> yes. But I mean, listen. Um, I also want to uh, say... Oh, and Megan the Stallion. Oh, Because she performed joy. with Encanto. Okay. Pat Megan in the cultural Encanto <sighs> performance. It was... <laughs> I said, y'all better throw Megan and get these Disney dollar, Disney I performance dollars, Megan. Man, it was such a joy. I th- and I loved how we all responded. Like, because, you know, let's be honest. The particular yes. song that Megan was a part of had a few issues. The performance vocally, the, and it wasn't not from visually, Megan. right? Whoa. So we were all like, "What is happening? What is this?" Which made me oh, sad because oh. that's the bop of Encanto. Yes, we don't right? talk about Bruno, Listen, no, 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 no. So, um, we don't talk about I Bruno. Mean, get your life. Please sing. So we were all like trying to figure out what was happening, and then you know, quick pan to Meg the Stallion. Everybody, hey, yeah, like we were so excited yes. to see her. Yes. That, that brought me joy. Coming We're proud of you. Like a senorita. We are proud of you, Megan. Um, okay, so let's talk about this real quick. Wait, hold on. Before you do that, real fast, but don't lose that thought. I just okay. want to give you the performance that you deserved of that song. That was Noah and all the little black girls at the park who we she met. It. And so I just wanted to give you the perf- the proper performance of We Don't Talk About Bruno that we didn't get last night. But please continue on with your thought. Yes. Um, thank you. I mean, Noah and, <laughs> and the muses down to the yeah. park. Um, <laughs> the screams. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I wanted to talk about the memorial. Yes. Because yes, yes. Um, I think in response to all that 
all the media around Oscar so white and the lack of diversity represented in the Academy and his programming. I think this year, it seems like the volume was turned up on diversity. We had, Wonderful. Yes. Uh, yes. And, and we love to see it. We had mm-hmm. black production. We had black hosts. We had a wide range. I'm not just saying black, but I'm also mean like, you know, we also had, you know, people of color. Mm-hmm. Um, they were, you know, Latina, Asian American. I mean, all kinds of, of uh, people. And um, I think, I think there were, so let's talk about the memorial. The ASL community. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. The Dakota people. Remember we was. The deaf um, community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, so at the memorial, as we know, usually the honors, the, the Oscars honor all members of the Academy that have passed away in, in during since the last Oscars. And usually during that time, there's either an instrumental played or uh, some meaningful substantive song it's some orchestra some orchestra usually yeah this year there was a choir Mm -hmm. um and i I couldn't really hear because you know we was talking and stuff oh yes the the music was was joyful and jubilant and about heaven and all of this now let's we know as people of color a lot of times our uh, you know, we we contextualize death, conceptualize death as as a celebration. It is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and we and we look forward to leaving this earth and going on to the next place. And um, you know, mm-hmm. so your funeral, while it is a time of mourning, yes, it is a time where families celebrate, you know, mm-hmm. their loved one. And so also, oh, yes. sorry, no, no, no. If I may add to that point please, before please. you move to your next one. Even within the black community, even if you're not a identified Christian or of the church, there is something cultural about the church for black people, if that mm. makes sense. Mm. So mm. because a lot of that comes from our roots, our roots here on this land mm-hmm. and ways in which we had to communicate and what held us together. And so mm-hmm. I find a lot of people that I'm in community with who are not necessarily Christians mm-hmm. still enjoy gospel music, yes. still enjoy still enjoy the aspects of the black church experience. that are very cultural. That right. Experience right. And, and the of what of that is cultural. Yes. So I just Absolutely. wanted to add that as well. Yes. And so, so um, it did not translate well uh, for the non-melanated, uh, you know, folks at the Oscars, or I shouldn't say just generally speaking, it didn't translate well for white folks. There are many right. white people yeah. who are complain. I shouldn't say all white people. There are many people that are complaining. Many, many, many that is fine. Um, <laughs> that uh, <laughs> that mm. you know they were cur- they don't understand. They thought it was inappropriate and disrespectful to sing celebratory songs during a, a memorial, right? Mm. And there's also really some outlash, some backlash in response to the fact that Bob Saget was not included in this year's memorial. And he is a member of the Academy that has passed away this year. And so roped into all of this outrage. And isn't about- that, but isn't that on the Academy and not necessarily on 
the yeah will will production see. I, I guess i don't know yeah well fair but because production can only go off of who the academy gives them yes. and they produce that content well, so if y'all didn't include bob saget maybe you need to turn the mirror around oh well oh wait a second okay <laughs> go ahead <laughs> um just a thought no, no, no. I think, you know, from where I sit and given the work that I do and we're thinking so much about diversity, equity, inclusion. For me, I think, I hope that I, I was really excited and proud of all of the all of the diversity. It was really good to see um, what what was a, a better representation of how the world really is, you know, in a program like the Oscars mm-hmm. on all mm-hmm. fronts. I just yes, hope that absolutely. as we move forward, you know, we can sort of move from that representation place and diversity and really get toward conversations that um, are more inclusion and equity and justice minded. So absolutely. it's not about uh, explaining things to white people so that they are comfortable. It is about sort of contextualizing our cultural practice so that they can be honored and respected appropriately. And Absolutely. so that if black if, if other people want to judge it, they're coming from a place of judgment and not from a place of misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. And so while I love what, you know, we saw, um, you know, in terms of the more representation at the different levels of, of the Academy Awards as mm-hmm. an as an experience, I'm hopeful that as we're sort of continuing to progress that we can move the conversation in ways that get us more toward inclusion and justice um, mm-hmm. and not just representation because representation matters and it is a part of the equation, but it is not sufficient all by right. itself. Right. Absolutely. That's all. That's my I little think DEI these moment. Are our, these are our takeaways from the oh, And I am so drained, y'all. Woo! Boots. Hard um, for me. That was difficult for me. In lieu of that, oh, not in lieu of that, but... In light of it? My sister's popping right now, like... In light of that, we're yes. not... Our shout-out this week is actually ourselves. Yes! For we did it, Joe! No, years. not Joe. We're not calling Joe. No. We well, did we it, can. We can call. Uh, we can call Joe Clark. <laughs> Get those chains off the door. It's a code 10. <laughs> it's a code 10. Code 10. <laughs> the fire department's coming. Gotta get the chains off the door. <laughs> so we can always call on Joe Clark. We did it, Joe. We did uh, it. <laughs> That's what we should call the episode. We did it, Joe. And then in, in parentheses, Clark. Clark. <laughs> that's, that's what it's going to be called. Woo! So it is us. Um, we are shouting out ourselves yes, we are. for five years of hard work, five years of consistency. Even when we be a little late, My we Lord. still li- we've been consistent, and I don't yes. care what nobody says. So, shout out to shout out to Kia for being my 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 partner in this and really rhyme with me. And shout out to Ty for staying up late, many oh, many yes. nights, and editing the show. And shout out to everybody who supports us. We're really grateful for you all because we wouldn't have no five years if you all didn't listen. So we're just really grateful for the community that this has built. Um, we're really grateful for the opportunities that have been provided to us uh, through this and the opportunities that are yet to come, um, the growth that is going to come. 
and I'm just excited to be in it as it's happening. Um, but I'm also very grateful. So both of us. Yes, indeed. Both of us. So um, thank you all so much. We're going to move on to our next segment. We'll see you all there in a moment. Just a moment. Has your mind been sprinting for years on end, leaving trails of stress, anxiety, and fatigue that are eroding your mental health? Um, yes, are you in my business? Okay, thank you. If you're nodding along yes, like me, and you feel attacked, then it's time to adopt small daily practices that will have a huge impact on your long-term happiness and well-being. It's easy to learn with Headspace. We all say fine when someone asks us how we're doing, um, when we don't really mean that. Fine isn't really an emotion, is it? How many times have you told yourself you're fine when all you've really felt is anger or sadness or even nerves? Headspace is scientifically proven to help you manage your feelings and your mental health. In fact, a recent study proved that in just two weeks, Headspace can reduce your stress by 14%. Whether you want to relieve stress and anxiety, sleep better, or improve your focus, Headspace is your everyday dose of mindfulness for real life. And so as we've discussed on this, on this show and even in this read, honey, uh, I've got lots of work to do as it relates to, um, you know, developing better practices uh, that prioritize my happiness and my well-being. And Headspace has really been clutch in helping me to do that. And so um, they have these awesome sleep routines that are available through the app um, that really give you, uh, you know, tools and practices and, you know, things to say, things to consider when we're thinking about, you know, trying to have better sleep hygiene and getting better rest. So they have this amazing sleep routine on um, the mindfulness app that has really been a game changer for me. Um, and so I just can't uh, help but sing its praises. However you're feeling, try Headspace at headspace.com slash grown and get one month free off their entire mindfulness library. This is the best Headspace offer available. So hurry up and go to headspace.com slash grown today. That's headspace.com slash grown. My little homeboy is back, Cairo, the curious, friendly seven-year-old who's determined to navigate his life around the city just like we are with a little help from his parents and his brother Omari. Don't you love these names? From Wondery, The Adventures of Cairo is a show for the whole family that brings you stories about kindness and courage and so much more, like why division homework is the worst. And I'm going to talk about that for several more episodes because that's how much myself and Cairo both hate division. And in each episode, Cairo's adventures impart lessons that'll stick with your kids, like when Cairo learns the importance of sharing when a school hosts a winter clothing drive. Or when Omari teaches Cairo that the best way to make a new friend is to just be yourself. Or the time Cairo fibs about doing his division homework and learns that sometimes it's important to ask for help. So whenever Cairo doesn't know what to do, he leans on his friends and his family to help him lead the way. The Adventures of Cairo podcast shows that even though being a kid is hard work sometimes, you can have a lot of fun learning along the way. Listen to The Adventures of Cairo wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, ladies, have you heard about the hottest new arrival down to the Ulta Beauty? 
Fenty Beauty by Rihanna. That's right. Our one and only fave, Robin Rihanna Fenty. And her Fenty Beauty now is now available at Ulta Beauty. Learn how to achieve the new coveted Fenty face and this game-changing glow, just like Rihanna. And you can do that by following these three easy steps. You first want to start with the lightest air foundation for skin that looks like skin all day with Fenty's Pro Filter Soft Matte Longwear Foundation. Medium to full coverage, pore diffuse with a shine-free finish. Second, you want to set it off right with the right contour plus highlight with Fenty's Matchstick Contour Stick. Easy to blend, long wear, and light as air. Third, protect your B and your glow from shine any place, any time, girl, with Fenty's Invisimat Blotting Powder. It absorbs shine and diffuses the look of pores for that flawless, filtered effect. So what are you waiting for? Shop now. Fenty Beauty by Rihanna at Ulta Beauty. I deserve so it's black woman self-care time um and my black woman self-care this week is that i got to spend time with my sisters ah you stole mine boo Ah, tomato 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 i spend time with my sisters uh, Kia, Toya, Nakia, Keisha, uh, Nikki, Nikki, <laughs> Crystal. Like it was a good time. We miss, we missed you, friend. Yes, friend. And, and Shari. We yes, missed Shari-El. you, Shari. We missed you all. But I still, I was full from ha- just even being able to spend that little bit of time together. We would set up. It was so funny because two nights we said we were going to go to dinner. <laughs> but what's so funny is individually, nobody wanted to go anywhere. No. And so both nights we ended up ordering food to the hotel. Yes, we did. And sitting around and watching the Oscars, which none of us sit and watch whole award shows either. So it's just look at look at the uh, the show that we decided to watch and but it was just it was beautiful being able to spend time and we laughed and we talked and we we just we were just able to spend intimate time together as we got makeup done and had discussions or we watched it and we were able to laugh at it and talk shit and you know vent and and talk about frustrations and it's just always a heart warming time to be able to spend time with your community and be wrapped up in a safe bubble where you know everything is good within that bubble and so that fed me and that's my self-care and i'm gonna pass it to kia to expound on her personal feelings around it since we share Uh, (laughs) uh, a little context it's been um two years uh, Mm -hmm. at least since all of us and maybe like we say, we were missing Fran and Shari, um, but since we were able to come together, um, yeah. and and really spend time, um, and so it was something that I've been looking forward to for a while, um, just sort of to be able to see and sit with and laugh with and actually feel, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, our our sisters. Um, and just come together and reconnect. It really just felt it felt good mm-hmm. um, to 
because you know we have those connections and we've maintained our connection through group chats and facetimes mm-hmm. and zooms and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff but there was nothing like just being in each other's company mm-hmm. and remembering how easily it is for us to sort of like you know just the the ease that is our relationship yes is what i should yes. just say you know because yes. I, I can't speak for everybody else but i've had um relationships and being a part of friends group friend friends groups that um you know there's this this contrived competitive comparing spirit um Mm. that Mm -hmm. you know can make things weird and awkward Mm -hmm. and messy Mm -hmm. um but i think what is true of our friends group is that we genuinely uh you know we this we just love each other for who we are that's Mm -hmm. not to say that, that we don't ever disagree but we, oh, absolutely. Um, we just, I, I have always felt like I've never needed to be anybody but my full self um, within yep. our within our friends group. And it was just just a blessing to just be able to sit sit up in the room. That's all we did. Like, Literally. we didn't go nowhere. Um, outside of work. Outside of work. We set up we in worked, that room. And we did what we, what we came <laughs> to do. And everyone left with no regrets. Um, mm-hmm. There was actual physical and figurative and literal <laughs> safety in us staying inside of our rooms. Yes, um, very much so. And that's <laughs> what that's what we did. So it it is it was absolutely my self care. It gave me it just you know renewed renewed me and and just give me that quick refresh mm-hmm. um, for what I hope to be more opportunities feel like a refresh like okay we're coming out of a season where we were not able to do this and we might yes be headed into a place where we can figure out how to do this safely yes. um and that was just everything to me so i love y'all i love y'all for real that is that was the self-care now we're gonna get petty because we got one of the we got a shared one of those two so we're mm-hmm. gonna head over to these petty peeves So, you know, here at Getting Grown, we talk about adulting, right? And one trap that we all fall into is this pressure that we have to put off fun until we, quote unquote, deserve it. But you've already earned some fun. We work hard every day. So have yourself some fun. It's like giving yourself permission to eat dessert first. You're grown, so you can do that. With Best Fiends, an exciting puzzle adventure game, you can have fiendish fun anywhere, anytime. Best Fiends is a free-to-download mobile puzzle game with thousands of exciting levels for new adventures and challenges every time you play. There's dozens of unique fiends to collect with so many cute little looks and hairstyles and colors, and they're just aesthetically pleasing. And you can customize your team of your fiends to defeat menacing slugs, because the slugs are the, you know, they out here to trying to mess up the minutiae. Power up your favorite fiends to new levels for even more powerful skills and watch them transform as they get stronger. And with offline play, You'll never be stranded without fun, even if you lose your internet connection or you're on that road trip in the middle of nowhere where there's no cell phone towers. You can still play Best Fiends. Brand new events and challenges pop up all year round, so you always have a chance to earn exclusive in-game item characters and rewards. Now, I've talked to you all countless times about what level I'm on and 
you know, all of that. I want to talk to you about some of the nitties and the gritties of Best Fiends, okay? Somebody hit me and they were like, Jade, how do I get earthworms? What, how do I unlock the, so let me just hip you to something. Earthworm levels unlock at level 12, 60, okay? So you really got to get into your play and then can be found in the same place as the theme quests, which are the special mission icons on the main game screen. So that's just, I just wanted to give you all a little tidbit of how you can earn some earthworms and they're cute to look at too. They got this funky green hair, but that's just a little you know, level 12, 60. You've earned your fun time. Go to the app store or Google Play to download Best Fiends for free. Plus, Earn even more with $5 worth of in-game rewards when you reach level 5. That's friends without the R, best fiends. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. honey. We got a joint petty peeve. Oh, yes, we do. I'm going to speak from an outsider's point of view quickly. Okay. DC has the worst food delivery known to man that I have ever dealt with. And I ordered food in Nashville, Tennessee, and that was not easy. <laughs> but my God, ordering food in DC is like is <laughs> is like playing hopscotch through burning hula hoops. I don't even know if that makes sense, but that's what it felt like. <laughs> it's awful. Please continue, Kia. <laughs> Um. <laughs> so oh we listen the 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 DMV let me down this weekend did not represent um no. behaved in ways that I could not defend so I said <laughs> nothing um we ordered food um as a group like I said we wanted to stay in we ordered in um and there's a lot of us, so we placed a pretty large order. They was finna make a nice piece of coin off of us. Absolutely. Um, Driver and, and restaurant. Yes. And so the the order was first accepted. Yes. Um, and and a notification was received. Mm-hmm. It was confirmed. Then it was accepted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By the vendor, and then it was being prepared, and then it was it, there was acknowledgement that it was being prepared. We were then told when it was going to be delivered, and and you know when it was delivered, we went down to retrieve the food, only to find that eighty percent of the of the items that we ordered were not included. Now they didn't charge us for those items; they just didn't prepare them, and it seems to me they only bagged up. The pre-made uh, uh, the items. Gar manger. So they gar- the garmanger. They, they, it was two salads and, and two desserts. desserts. So the so the prepared items were bagged up and sent along, but every entree, every side order, was canceled, and we were not notified. They never said we don't have this. We ran out. They never said, we finna close, we not finna do this. They never said anything. They just canceled the majority of our order and sent along. And said, we're going to send what we want. Right. And I just don't have any words. But I, I, would, like I-, to pre- I would like to go back quickly. Okay. I'm sorry. Yes. To pre-us ordering that and... 
our sisters being there before us, they ordered food and the DoorDasher stole it, mm-hmm. picked up the food and drove the opposite direction. Trash. And then said the food, actually, excuse me, no, didn't drive the opposite direction. Attent- like kept saying they were coming the and way. the time kept being yeah. extended and they were sitting. Then they would move a little bit and then they got close. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they said food delivered. And it was like, we've been standing outside here for 20 minutes. No, They stole their food. They stole their food twice. Mm. Then this happened to us. And then we go to place another order, and that one gets canceled. And I just, I'm, I was just very frustrated with the food scene in D.C. this weekend. I didn't know all the restaurants close at 9 o'clock on Sunday. But I would like to call you out specifically, Del Frisco's, for <laughs> giving that, I can't even call that a half-assed, delivery i don't even know what a quarter asked i can't even an eighth asked because y'all niggas flat out said we're not giving you no hot food we don't care how many steaks or crab cakes are on this order you're gonna get these two funky ass salads and this butter cake and this mousse and you all are gonna deal with it and we placed that order at like 7 45 y'all don't close till nine o'clock you still seat niggas at 8 30 and I'm not one of those people because I don't believe in that. But I say all of that to say that was foul. And Tragic. I was very irritated. And I did not have, I had one full meal in D.C. One. I had one off of the strength that we had to figure it out. Yep. And like I said, y'all let me down. I don't yeah. really, you Oops. know, I live here. I claim where I'm from. But I couldn't even defend. Mm-mm. I couldn't. I couldn't even defend this area because the service she was couldn't. just because it was poor. a room of six hungry niggas. That's what I'm saying, and the and the service was just subpar. It was piss poor. It was it was not it was not good. So no, nope. no. Nope. So that is our joint petty peeve, and that is another episode of Getting Grown. Thank you all so much once again um for holding us down five years now strong thank you to uh kid fury and crystal jean of the reed first of all we're really proud of y'all i mean huge congratulations you know you're right i i i am a miss huge congratulations to to kid fury and crystal not only for the uh, comedy album that is forthcoming yes. on Issa Rae's label. Yes. Um, but also... Radio. Yes. Um, shout out to y'all. But yes. also because of uh, Fury and Mike's short film that was Yes. Um, that debuted this I mean, weekend. premiered this weekend. Uh, rave reviews. I mean, yes. it's the brilliance for me. I mean, it's the brilliance it and it's, and it's brilliant. a topic that hits home for a lot of people mm-hmm. on uh, mental illness and and dealing with um, and dealing with 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 emotional uh, issues and things like that. And so I'm just very proud of both Mike and Fury uh, for their hard work. Um, shout out to Issa for providing space. Thank you, Issa. 
to debut this work and to bring black people and black creatives together. Shout out to Hooray yes. Media we love for you. putting together a dope event. I mean, uh, not only one event, but like a weekend. A, a weekend, weekend of at the Kennedy Center, at the a Kennedy Center building. Yes, and for permitting uh, us to be a part of that, um, really, really a dope op- uh, opportunity and experience Absolutely. for the both of us. We will treasure Absolutely. it for the rest of our days. Yes. Thank Shout you. out to Nikki of NL Makeup. I mean, were we for not holding down the faces and disgusting. I'm just saying. Dusty I'm like, I think we all got slapped. You know I what mean. I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lordy B. Nikki pulled out the, the makeup brushes and beat us up. Got to work. Uh, and and I'm and I'm grateful for it, you know. So I didn't come before you all looking like a booger wolf. So <laughs> we're grateful. Nothing but grateful. <laughs> Two booger wolves down to the kids making y'all look bad. We don't want to embarrass you, know, you. No, not. What the hell was that, Noah? Okay. Well, <laughs> thank well, y'all. Thank you all. <laughs> we love you so much. And mucho mucho. Take us out, sis. Listen, do um, your very best each and every day to moisturize your mind by attending to the business that is yours and yours Mm. alone. Mm -hmm. You want to moisturize your insides by drinking not only the required amount, but you should drink more than the required amount of Mm -hmm. water every single Mm. day. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, you must moisturize your insides. You have got to take care of your body. You have to hydrate. It is the key to life. Got to hydrate. Listen, nobody want no dried up nothing. Mm-mm. Okay, we want you Mm-mm. to be full of moisture and beauty. Yes, and we also want to make sure that you mind your skin, the outside, the largest organ on your body, your epidermis. Mm. 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 Treasure Mm-mm. and love and luxuriate and just lift up your skin by moisturizing it every day with your Shea butters and lotions and oils and creams. Why, sis? Because your black will crack if it is dry. Bonsoir. (laughs) Wait, isn't that hello? I thought it was good night. Oh, it I probably thought bonjour is. was good morning and bonsoir. Oh, you're right. I don't speak French, so I don't need that shit, <laughs> Crystal. I hope I'm not wrong. Bye. Oh y'all. yeah, you're right. Bonjour, bonjour, yes. bonjour, bonjour, bonjour. Okay, sorry. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> if a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, "I'm okay," when the truth is. I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. 